Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 43. In this episode, I talk with Marissa Nielsen. Marissa is a total badass, and she just has a way to bring the fire. I love her energy, and she has been through so much in her life, yet she's so stinking positive. So Marissa has a website called Live Life Rich. She talks about finances and your money, but also how to live a rich life. I know that you're going to love this episode. So make sure that you listen in, and I would be so grateful if you went on to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and left a review. When you leave a review, it helps other people to be aware of the show, and so someone just like you can start listening. Really what I want is for people to get such great value from this show, and I would be honored if you helped me to do so. And then, of course, make sure to screenshot it and send it to me at Ordinary to Badass on Instagram. So I know that you left a review and can give you a thank you. And now to the episode. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or you're badass, I'm glad you're here. We're all striving to be confident, bold, and authentic so we can live a life that we're passionate about. Today's guest is Marissa Nielsen. Marissa, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you, man. We got a great show planned for you guys today. Her questions are, well, they're badass. (laughs) So I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yes. Glad to have you here as well. So before we go any further, I've got to ask you, do you consider yourself to be ordinary or badass? Well, you know, if you'd asked me 20 years ago, was I ordinary? I would have said yes, ordinary 20 years ago. Today, bad ass. I'll take badass. I'll I love it. What has changed? What has helped you to feel badass? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I think experience matters, right? The things that we go through can either bury us or build us. And I feel really strongly about this, that it's a decision and it's a choice that we make. And there are strategic steps that you can take every day in your life to choose to, choose to be badass because I'm not going to get buried. Uh, I'm not going to let that happen in my world or the lives of the people of the, that I love. And so I believe very strongly, this is a mental choice. And I, I, I'm a mindset money coach. So these are the areas that I coach people on every day. And, and that's why I believe I'm badass because I've, I've learned from those experiences. Can you share with us like one experience where you have taken and like chose to be badass or chose to move through it? Yeah, you know, I think for, for the people that are listening on your line today, uh, I would just share with you, you know, we all have I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody goes through this life tiptoeing through the daisies in Beaver Cleaver world. Like, I don't <laughs> think anyone, like no one, you know, from, from people that have hundred million dollar estates to people who are just getting by in the trailer courts, which is where I come from. I grew up 
uh, super poor, single parent household. My mom had eight kids. She came out of an abusive marriage. Uh, we, we went through an abusive uh, childhood, right? And, um, you know, those experiences, just, just give you one, you know, back in 2013, I went through the Jerry Springer meets War of the Roses divorce, right? <laughs> like it was, it was, it was off the hook. If you've ever seen Jerry Springer, it was a lot like that. You know, it was, it was craziness. And, um, and, you know, part of what I learned through that process, and it was really about how to overcome fear and how to turn your transitions in your life into turning points. So, yeah, my divorce was a big one. And I would tell you, I've been through, um, I've been through death uh, of a loved one. I've been through divorce. I've been through financial hardship, uh, this close to bankruptcy, you know, like a thumbs nail away from bankruptcy at one point in my life. Uh, and let me just tell you, each one of those experiences are a decision in how you decide to act every day. So we have a choice, right? And I believe that's the, that's the first step is to, to say, am I a victim or am I victorious? So one of the things my mom taught me, I grew up in the trailer courts, as I mentioned. Um, I was 14 years old and my mom, we, were, we had dug this old like brown couch out of a dumpster. And there was, I, I grew up in North Dakota in the middle of winter. It's cold here, right? And my mom had nailed blankets to the walls and to the, um, over the, over the windows and over the doors to keep us warm. And then we had this little kerosene heater. And I know like, it's just an act of God that I'm alive, right? You know, you're <laughs> badass when you're alive still after, after living in, in that level of poverty. And my mom just did the best she could. My mom, my mom is the, is the best of the badasses on the planet. Like she taught me resiliency because she got up and lived it every day, raising her eight kids. Right. So anyway, we're, sitting around this kerosene heater, all the other kids are asleep. And I looked at my mom and I said, mom, like we're, we're like the poor people they talk about on TV, aren't we? Like we're really poor. We're not just a little bit poor. Like we're, we're those people. We're like the really poor people. And she said, Marissa, you can be a victim or you can be victorious. What are you going to choose? You get one life. And she said it to me one time. I remember only hearing this from her one time. You can be a victim or you could be victorious. And literally every single time that I've gone through a turning point, a transition point in my life, you know, death, divorce, financial hardship, stuff that just you go, wow, is this really happening? It comes in my head and I, I hear that voice saying, you can be a victim or you can be victorious. What decision are you going to make today? Because this is a decision. You can go through bad stuff and the bad stuff that you go through is not your choice many times. Like I didn't, I didn't choose for my fiance to die of cancer. I didn't choose for that. I didn't, I didn't choose like for him to take his last breath in my arms, right? Right. But I, but I did, but I did make a decision that I would never waste a day after he died. I made a decision. And so that's a choice. And then you have to manage those decisions on those choices that you have every day. I love that. So good. I want to dive into some of that stuff a little <laughs> bit more, but I think we'll get to it through the interview. So Marissa, yeah, yeah. can you share with us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I am uh, 27 years in the financial services industry. I am a serial entrepreneur. I own several companies today. Um, I am a money and mindset coach. So I help people break belief systems, the BS in their life. I help them break that BS down and those belief systems that keep you broke and unhappy and poor, uh, I help them break that down. And even for the very wealthiest of my people, I believe very strongly that I am called 
to help you live your life rich. Um, living life rich to me means living it rich in all areas of your life. So emotionally, physically, relationally, spiritually, financially, it's about really designing the life of your dreams. So that I'm passionate about this. I'm, I will storm hell with water pistols to bring you out. <laughs> <laughs> I, which can I say that? Because that, that yes, I say <laughs> no, that? I love I get, it. <laughs> I get in trouble here. I'm like, oh, she's like, we're gonna edit that part, guys. Because man, this woman is on fire. The show is ordinary you know? to badass. You better be able to say hell. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay, so you know, I, I, I will, I will storm it with my water pistols, taking you out because I just feel like, man, I'm not. I'm like a, I'm a Marine at heart, right? I am, I am law enforcement at heart. I am not leaving anyone behind, right? I just. <laughs> you if you want to change your life i want to help you and and the next step of that for me is belief systems and cuz those are the things that hold you back it's the things that we're not even aware that we do the stuff we tell ourselves and we spend more time with ourselves than anybody else right and so i've got real systems and i'm a, i'm a systems person i got systems in my life that have seen me through have, have helped me overcome adversity hoping to share some of that with you over the next you know, a few minutes today, but I, I'm passionate about helping people with money, helping people with mindset, helping them get free and helping them live a free, rich life. And it's not all about money, but money is part of it for so, so many people. Uh, I see there are four forms of poverty in the world, emotional poverty, relationship poverty, spiritual poverty, financial poverty. And we throw our money at stuff to make financial poverty go away, but it's really about the heart of the matter. What's your heartbeat? you know, how are you designed and, and how do you live into that? You know, get up and be the very best you you can be every day. And that, that takes a system. It takes really understanding that system and then fighting all those little, you know, all those little junk in our head, the broken, happy voices that speak to us that say, no, you're too fat, you're too short, you're too tall, you're too skinny, you're not educated enough, you're not this enough, or you're overqualified for this. And you shouldn't do that because, 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 because. And I just think, no way, man. Like, you only get one life. YOLO, right? You only get one life. Right, Let, right. Get up and live it. And what I learned through my fiance, um, you know, this is where there, it fuels me every single day. I get out of bed and I just, I literally jump out of bed because I'm so excited. I'm like that little puppy that gets out of bed that goes, <laughs> wow, what are I going to do today, you know? And, uh, and when my, you know, years ago in 2016, 2015, my fiance called me and he was a ex army ranger. Uh, brilliant, beautiful. I was, I was dating Thor. You know, you've seen, the, you've seen the movie on Thor, you know what I'm talking about? Like the Greek God Thor comes down from the heaven, super hot. That's who I was dating. Like I was date, I, I was doing good. And, um, so, so Thor calls me, AKA James was his name. And he calls me and he says, baby, I, I can't walk. And I said, what? What do you mean you can't walk? And so I rushed over to his house, uh, got him to the ER. And a few hours later, they say, he is full of cancer. And you are going to be airlifted the next morning for this, you know, this life-saving, and we don't even know what it looks like, surgery, um, eight hours away. So we got airlifted. And um, I spent three months sleeping in a hospital chair next to this man, like the love of my life. And he um, he would wake up every day and he would say, good morning, my beautiful, perfect, sweet angel. Now, let me just tell you what, what cancer looks like when you are the person that is not going through cancer and chemo and radiation. You get fat. What you do is you sleep in a <laughs> hospital chair. You don't leave their side. 
you eat pizza because that's what you can order in, right? Right. So you got an I dream a genie ponytail, no makeup. I had minion pajama pants and I put on 25 pounds. He's losing weight and I'm gaining everything he's losing, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, this is so bad. And so I just, it was, it, you know, it was an experience and I have a whole, whole, um, whole talk that I talk about him and, and what, I, what I learned from him. But what I learned most from him was right before Christmas, he, he said, baby, take me home because it's time to go. And this, we found out in October and he wanted to go home for Christmas. And so we converted my house and I brought him back to my place. And, um, and what, I, what the gift he gave me on Christmas day of 2015 was the greatest, one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. And I was praying over him. I'm a person of faith. So take, take a deep breath, everyone. I'm not here to convert you. I'm just, just telling you my story. So everybody take a deep breath. But, you know, I'm praying over him. And, um, and I, I just was like, please, God, just like save him, heal him, please. Like, I love this man and I don't want to do life without him, right? And he lifted my face in his hand. And, and he's wiping back my tears. And he said, baby, you keep praying for a miracle. But I already got my miracle the day that I got you. I got a family who loves me. I found my faith. I know where I'm going. And I need you to make me a promise. Like, you're not going to spend the next five years in a bottle. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to lay in bed for the next five years crying about how I'm gone. Because I think we both know how this is going to, how this is going to go. And um, I just need you to make me one promise. That you will live that you will live every single day, you will live and you will never waste a day. And so now I get up every day and I think there are so many people that don't get to live. They don't get to live. And he fought like, man, I've never seen anyone fight so hard in my life to live. And he fought to live and I get to live. I get to get up every day. And I think this is a mindset thing, guys. This is a mindset thing. So I'm going to ask you, what questions are you and, and what statements are you saying to yourself about what you get to do every day? I get to go to this job. I get to have this income today. I get to support my kids. I get to have kids. There are people that don't have kids out there, right? Right. Yeah. And I get to have my children. I get, I get to still talk to my mom today. I get to. Not, you know, my mom talks my ear off for 25 minutes, you know. I love her. <laughs> my mom's a little chatty. She's a little chatty. Sorry, mom, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm so sorry, mom. <laughs> but she's a little chatty. And I, but, I, but I have to remind myself, I get to. So what do you get to do? And I would ask you that question. If I was in your car, in your home, you know, on your countertop today as you're listening on your Google, whatever, what do you get to do? And the grateful heart that comes with this. And I learned from James that I get to get up every day and live the life I choose. I get to live my life rich and I am never going to waste not one single day. I think that that is so powerful, but you not only went through like a Jerry Springer divorce, but then you had the love of your life die. Yeah. Like it would be so easy to be, to be buried by that or just overcome with grief and pissed off at the world, quite, quite frankly, you know? So yeah. how do you deal with that? Other than saying like, I get to live it every day and I get to be here. Is there anything else that you do to kind of get through the hard times? Yeah, I absolutely have systems. And I, let me talk about just a couple of the things that I do in my systems. The first thing is, I think who you surround yourself with is, is critical. 
it's critical. Look at your friends, look at the five people you spend the most amount of time with, you speak to or speak into you. And, and if they are broken, happy people, and I say broke, I'm not just talking about money, guys. I'm absolutely not just talking about money. I'm talking about broken spirits, broken attitudes, broken dreams, those kind of people that every time you see them, they are the Eeyores. You know who Pooh Bear is? You know, Pooh Bear, like <laughs> yeah. Pooh, Bear, Pooh, Bear, Pooh Bear's got a tribe. Pooh Bear's tribe. He's got Tigger. He's who's always bouncing around. He's got Piglet and he's, and he's got Eeyore. And I love Eeyore but he limits his time with Eeyore. Does he not? He yeah. limits his time with right. Eeyore. And he does on purpose because Pooh Bear knows something that we all ought to know too. You cannot spend time with Eeyore every day because you will become Eeyore and you do not want to become Eeyore. You don't want to look at the world and say, for every solution, I found a problem, right? And if those people around you that for every solution you find, they're finding a problem in your solution, stop spending time with them. They're like anacondas. They will suck the <laughs> life out of you, right? Stop it. Stop it. Just love them anyway. You can still love them, but love them from afar. And so the people I spend my time with today, the people I let speak into me and that I spend time with, physically spend time with, it is the people that I want to be like. And if you don't want to be like them, stop spending time with them. Yes. So that's the first thing I would share with you. It's, it's your posse. It's your tribe. It's, I call it my ride or die. I don't know if you can actually say stuff like that, but that's yeah. my, <laughs> of course, <laughs> those are my people. Those are my people. Those are my ride or dies, right? These are my yeah. people, my posse, my tribe, my, my people. And then the second thing that I do is I make a decision every single day because I don't know what the good, the bad, or the ugly will be. So there's a line in my life. And here's the line. It's really simple. The line is simple. Am I going to have a good day, a great day, or a growth day? Now, if I bury someone I love today and I have to say goodbye, you know, until like eternity, till I meet them again one day, that's, that's a tough day for me. Um, and I, I just, I'm going to be really real with you here, guys. Like we go through some hard stuff. And if you want to live if you want to live a badass life, you have to, you must, you must love yourself enough and love all the people who love you. You must, you must love yourself enough and love all the people that love you enough to take care of your mind, to make a decision early in the morning from the moment your feet hit the floor to say, no matter what hits me today, I'm going to choose a good day, a great day, or a growth day. And a growth day to me looks like all, everything went wrong everything went wrong. This is the day I lost my job. This is the day I found out someone stole my credit and I'm now $50,000 in debt, which I got to go fight through a legal system, which is, you know, identity theft is awful. It's right. awful. It's yeah. awful. This is, this is, you know, I found out my kids taking drugs. Yeah. Like this is real life. Yeah. Like I live a real life. You know, I, I run multi-million dollar businesses today. I help coach and train and speak all over the world today. But here's what I know. I know we are all just people. And I don't care if you're the people in New York or Washington or Florida or Nebraska today, wherever you're listening in the world, we're all just people. And we want the same things. We want to be loved and we want to love others. And we want to, we want to know that we matter. And those people around you want to know that you matter. So I make a decision first thing in the morning. And here's another system thing that I use. I get up every day, 
really simple. I take my iPhone, I go to YouTube, <laughs> and I turn on something positive. Goalcast, G-O-A-L-C-A-S-T, Goalcast. I turn on motivational messages. I listen to many motivational message folks. One of my favorite is a guy by the name of Stephen Furtick. I listen to him several days a week. Um, even if you're not a person of faith, he's got good wisdom for you, like how to live life and you know not be ticked off at the world, how to overcome adversity. But what you fill your mind with early in the morning becomes your day. It, is, it really does. And it's the think, it's think on these things, whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is noble, whatever is going to fill my day with the good. And so I, I make a decision, good day, great day, growth day. And that's the first thing I do in the morning. And then I fill my day with specific action steps. One of those is I start my day every day the same way with listening to something that's going to fill my mind with a positive thing. And then at the end of the day, I would tell you, I keep, um, I used to do a lot of writing in like journals and I realized I had like 97 notebooks and I had no place to put them. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, this is good. So now I use an iPad or you can use an iPhone. Just take your notes in your phone and write down the answers to these three questions. Who did I see? How did I add value to them? And what did I learn? Who did I see? How did I add value to them? And what did I learn? And this keeps me focused every single day because then the first thing I think about in the morning is who am I going to see? How will I add value to them? And what can I learn from them? So, you know, today I'm learning from Marie. And, and so as I'm learning from her today about why she was passionate about why she started in law enforcement and why she started her podcast and just learning about the things that set her soul on fire. I'm like, I want to hang out with this woman. Like, <laughs> I, I want to jam with her. She's so cool. Like, right. She's, she's empowering women. And I, 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 this for me, I want to empower people because here's what I know. Empowered women, empower women, empowered women, empower others. Yes. We know this. We right. know this. And yeah, to have women who support each other and lift each other up rather than like be catty or tear each other down or talk smack about yeah. what somebody else is doing. There's not, I mean, there's too much time to do things that are important, you know, rather than wasting it on gossiping or drama. Yeah. It, this is a drama free zone for me. <laughs> yes. um, you get, you get, you get an opportunity to talk about it. Now, if you've ever taken, I don't know if you've done the disc or not, Marie, yeah. but so the, the disc for me is uh, like a big deal. And so I'm a DI, right? And then there's like the S's of the world and the C's of the world. And so if you haven't done disc, I, I highly recommend you know who you are and who your people are around you. Um, I have three kids and um, it changed my life. This was a big deal in my relationship with my children because I struggled with two of my children for many, many, many years because they were, they were the opposite of me. And so the way I communicated and the way they communicated were two different things. So they thought, you know, I was this tough, badass mom, right? right. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm not super nurturing because I don't want to sit around for the next three days and cry about what went wrong. I want to figure <laughs> out what went right and what are we going to do next, right? Like that's how I live. <laughs> and, and, and I knew, and, and I, I knew that they were very different from me, but they, they processed their life different. And so the way that I began to look at them and see them for who they were. After we did DISC, it changed my relationship um, just dramatically. I've got a 27-year-old and a 24-year-old son, 27-year-old daughter and 24-year-old son. And, and they're very different and from my personality. And they're awesome and they're amazing and they're gifted and they're skilled and they're beautiful. 
and there is nothing wrong with them and there is nothing wrong with me right and so now we learn how to communicate differently and we and we have we have kind of our set of rules on how we communicate and i think it's important that you have a family rule and i think it's, it's it, it, i call these the boundaries you know for me like forgiveness and boundaries are like the sisterhood of the traveling pants they go hand in hand <laughs> right right so forgiveness and boundaries are huge in relationships. And, uh, and I would tell you that that's one of the other things that I set in my life. When you talked about how do I, how do I set my mindset and overcome adversity? I choose to forgive every single day stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> like the dumb things people say and do. Because I can, I can hold on to those offenses and I can be offended. Well, why would I choose to be offended? They have, yes, they have done an offense, right? And I will have an offense with them. But why would I choose to hang on to that? So I, I just choose to let that go. Uh, I have a love formula in my life and my children know it and the people around me know my love formula. And, and for me, the first thing in my love formula is this. L is for let it go. I got to let it go. And my O is to be obedient in letting it go. This is how I live out my faith. I want to be obedient. And my, my V is I, I can choose a victim mentality or I can choose a victorious mentality. Really simple. And then I'm going to keep my eyes forward. I don't care what you're doing on the right. I don't care what you're doing on the left. I know what my mission is. And by God, I'm going to get up every day and I'm going to do that mission because that's what I was born to do. So that's good. My love yeah. Yeah. My love I think that, that's something that we can all take away from and implement in our own life in a way that it makes sense for us. Um, so you talked a little bit about the disc and that's the disc personality test, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And then the disc personality test. And then you said that you, you and your kids were completely different. What is one thing that you learned to how to communicate with them when you guys communicate completely differently? Yeah, it's so good. My oldest daughter, she's 27 now and she is a high S she's a high S I. So when we communicate today, um, we actually use disc language even now in our household because all of my kids have gone through it. And, and she goes, mom, you're being a D. And, <laughs> and there's all sorts of things that the D can stand for, right? So this is a PG show, so I'll, I'll help a sister out on this one. Not say all the things that it could be. But mom, you're being a D. And what that means then is I'm being too direct, too driven, too in your face, and I need to tone her down a notch. And in my S communication with her, she's a supportive, takes time to think, you know, she's petting every puppy on the way through the park. Uh -huh. And I'm losing my mind because I want to get to the end of the park because that's the end of the journey. And I have a mission here to get the three mile walk through the park done and see everything I can see in this period of time. Right. So I'm very time driven. I'm very, I'm a D. I walk fast. I talk fast. <laughs> I move fast. Everything in my life is about it's like a machine gun style, right? Right. So in her life, she's tiptoeing through the daisies and smelling the roses and paint, you know, petting the dogs. And I'm like, for the love of God, how many dogs can you pet? You know? <laughs> so we communicate now. And, and I am very mindful when I communicate to the very first thing that I do when I see her is I give her a great big hug and I ask her, how is your day, honey? And I stop. I put everything away, my phone, my iPad, my everything gets put away when she comes to dinner with me, home with me, when she comes over, you know, whatever we're doing, I put that away and I make sure I'm very intentional in my time with her because her love, 
her love language is that quality time. And she wants me to be solely focused on her. Totally get it. Love it. And I want to be totally connected with her. And so I literally now have made a conscious decision. I'm going to put those things away no matter what. And this first few minutes of my time with her is all about her. And I give her a hug and I ask her, how was your day? Tell me what's going on. And just, I smile and I look into her eyes and I give her a hug and it sets the tone for our entire relationship for the rest of the evening or our time together. Um, I travel a lot for work. I'm kind of here, there and everywhere speaking and training. And, um, you know, when I come back in, that's the first thing I do and I put everything away. And now for her, she knows the first question she needs to ask me is how much time do we have together today? And what (laughs) do you got on your schedule? She knows these are queued up questions. And so now she's just like, okay, good. So this for us is huge because she's then mindful of the things that are really important to me. And I'm mindful of the things that are really important to her. And man, our relationship never been better. We used to fight like cats. I literally, she couldn't stand me. And quite frankly, moms should never say this. Okay. So I hope she's not listening, (laughs) but there were moments where I just like, how can this kid be my kid? Like she's so different. And it, it taught me more about life and communication and it's helped me in business. It's helped me in my family. I live life rich today because of this, because I know how she's designed and she is uniquely and beautifully designed, wonderfully designed. She, yes. There's nothing wrong with her because she's not me, right? right. <laughs> so yeah, but, but I think we think that things have to come so easy and sometimes we just have to be intentional and realize who I am, who you are, and how do we meet in the middle and be intentional about our time together, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's that love formula too. So, you know, my kids know my love formula and they know, okay, when mom does something dumb, we got to let it go. And when I do something dumb, mom's going to let it go. And as your kids get older, it's easier to teach them this. I know um, my youngest one just turned 20 and she is, she's me. She's literally, but we actually bump heads because we're very driven. Both of us are very driven. And, right. you know, when, when, we're never the people that say, where do you want to eat? And, and somebody goes, well, I don't really know. And I don't really know. <laughs> no, I know exactly where I want to eat. I want to know what I want to eat. And I actually have it planned out 30 minutes prior to you ever getting there. So, <laughs> <you know? laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's pivot and talk a little bit about your wins. Can you share with us something that you're most proud of accomplishing? You know, I will tell you, um, one of my most proud moments is when I was going through divorce, I was laying in my bed and I was humiliated. Like, and I think all of your most proud moments come out of where you overcame your lowest moment, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so I would just say, you know, for, for those of you who are going through your lowest moment right now, and if you're listening to this podcast, it's because there's something that's drawn you here. It's not by accident, right? You were meant to be on this podcast. You were meant to hear our voices today. And maybe this section is meant just for you. But when you go through the worst of the worst in your life, like I've been through death, my loved one, you know, James didn't want to leave me. He didn't want to leave me. He, he fought like a, like a master at this. Like he right. was a, you know, he's a, he's a ranger, right? Like rangers fight. I'm just gonna, if you know any rangers, these, these people fight. Um, my, my divorce, my husband wanted to leave me. It was, it was awful. And I, and quite frankly, looking back on who I was way back when, 
I would have probably left me too. <laughs> you know, there was parts of me, there were parts of me that I was just like, oh man. And so it was both of us, right? But I remember laying in my bed just being humiliated because everyone in my town, like he was off kind of doing the things with the new woman in his life. Um, and, you know, there's, they're seeing him out to dinner and they're seeing him at parties and friends that used to be our friends. And just, I was so humiliated. I literally laid in my bed and I was like, how will my life ever be okay? How I want to die. Like I wanted the white picket fence because I grew up, you know, when you grow up and you attach yourself to these things, you grow up to these places where it's so bad. And like my folks got divorced and it was an abusive marriage and it was just like poverty. And it was just like, you name it. It was like 98 things of Suckville. That's where we lived, you know, like 98 Suckville drive. That's where I lived, right? Just all things awful. And, and, and then when I had this life that I had created this 6,000 square foot house with a 90 foot porch on the front with my country time lemonade drinking, you know, white rockers on the front. And I had this picture in my mind of the perfect family you know, I had one kid, one car, one car, you know, like one house, one dog, one cat. I had a, all, one business. Everything was going good. And then I had more of all of that. I had more and more and more. And it was all good until the day that I realized, uh, yeah, he, this is bad. And I realized how bad it was. And I fought to keep it. And I failed. Epic failure. Like my kids suffered. My family suffered. My, my mom, my children, my siblings that loved him like a brother and uh, I remember laying in my bed one night going wow and my biggest win came out of here my biggest win came in, came out of knowing that I am enough my biggest win came out of knowing out of this like like phoenix rising from the ashes literally uh, my businesses turned around at that point my financial life turned around at that point I have been living life rich since since that day when I made the decision that I will no longer let someone else's opinion of me become me, I will never again be 60 pounds overweight, look in the mirror and hate myself. Never again. I made a decision to love me enough in that moment. That was my biggest win, that I will love me enough to do what I need to do every day yeah. to be the person that my children will be proud of, to be the person that I would be proud of, to be the person that I want to be a friend of and a friend to. And I think that... It, it sounds good to say, I'll make a decision to love me, or we think we only have to do that once or twice, but it's a lifetime journey. Like you constantly have to choose you. Otherwise you let it go by the wayside for even a short amount of time and you lose it altogether. So it's not just a one time saying that it's a constant reminder to yourself that you're choosing you. Oh, you totally got it with that. It's the systems. You have to have systems. And if you don't have systems to set yourself up for success in your life, you will have you will have uh, you will have frustration, you will have failure, and you can fail forward. You absolutely can. But if you want forward-focused world, if you want if you want a world to take you from where you're at right now to where you want to be, to the world of wins, right? I think you know you can you can win or you can learn. And and so it's not win or lose for me. You can win or you can learn. So in every, in every day, that's why those three questions are so important. Who do I see? You know, what did I learn? How did I add value to them? And, and those questions are so important, but your systems, you got to have systems that help you 
navigate life. It's like having a guided planning system for your life. It's some of the, the things that I teach and coach and train on in, in money and mindset, in that destination freedom. You want freedom in your life? Freedom isn't free, baby. Freedom is not free. It is absolutely not free. That, by the way, salute to all my military people out there <laughs> and to all my law enforcement people. Thank you for the freedom I have. Like, because freedom ain't free. People are putting their butts on the line every single day. And so for me, freedom to me means living life rich in these areas and making a decision to get up every day. And I will not be a victim. I will be victorious. And how do I do that? I do that by having a system. It starts with my mind and it starts with my decisions and I have to do it daily. It's called my daily do. I have a daily do every single day. These are the things I every single day do to get me through because I will live a life worthy of the calling I have received. I will do that. I choose it. So going through the divorce and all of the, the crap that came with it, what is something most people don't know about what it took to get through that? Yeah. So there's, oh, that's a great question. Um, it's a huge question. First of all, I would tell you when you go through divorce, there are some components. There's your mind. You need to keep your mind strong and you need to have a mindset system. That's when I talk about starting the day early, making that decision, surrounding yourself with the right people. That's, that's all about mindset. Then there's action plans. Then there's just the stuff you got to do. You got to learn how to take care of, you got you to learn how to go from duo to solo. And I was married 21 years. I was, I was married my entire adult life because I got married at 17 years old, guys. I got married 17 because wow. what you do, what you do when you're 17 and you're pregnant and you climbed in the wrong seat or the back seat of the wrong car, looking <laughs> for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. Yeah. And I was a good girl. This is why I got pregnant because right. I, I didn't know all the tricks. <laughs> you know, rough. Okay. Maybe too much. Okay. Too soon. Too much. Too, too soon. No, no. But you know, uh, I, was, I was a good kid, man. I was on this. I was the head of the speech and debate team. Right. So that gives you a mental picture of who I was. And so I learned back then, you know, when, how you get through things is you got to, you, there's some grit, you better have some grit. And one of the things that is one of the things people don't know about going through divorce with me is how do you deal with humiliation of being a failure? How do you lay in your bed and put your, put your face in a pillow and make sure your kids don't hear you sobbing your guts out? And I know that's really I know it's rough, but I will tell you there's victory on the other side of that. And, and so the thing that I, I made a decision at that point is I will be financially free. I will be emotionally free of this. I will cut those soul ties. I will be enough. Um, and how do you do that? So the how-to for me takes time, right? So I made a decision. I'm going to get my house in order financially. I'm going to be independent. And then along that way, I'm going to help other people be independent. I, I, I speak and counsel and train uh, so much with, with people that are going through divorce today, helping them know the right steps of that. Um, learn from my mistakes. And there's a bunch of steps to that. I, I have a divorce checklist that I give people that helps them through, okay, here's the hard things that you have to do. And that's, these are the physical action steps, you know, getting your financials in order, making sure you know what it takes to take care of yourself. Now you're a solo. So if you lose your job today, who takes care of you financially? And these are all the things that fear holds people back. Yes. And I fear, right? Like, and that's why people won't make the decision, even in bad relationships. I've, I've, met, I've met with, you know, many, many, many women and people, not just women, but people that are in abusive relations. 
you know, relationships that they're being abused mm -hmm. mentally, physically, they won't leave because they don't have their stuff in order financially. Well, I've got kids and I have to take care of them. Well, I've got, and so I would tell you, like, I am a warrior in this area. I am a warrior. I will bulletproof you with a bulletproof vest, man. I, and, and here's where you bulletproof yourself. You understand how to take care of your money. Like, what does it cost to live? How do you save? How do you protect yourself? How do you build some cash? How do you create some options? Because cash creates options. I want to say it again. Cash creates options. And you've got to be, you've, you've got to get this piece in order. I waited for two years before I got divorced. My marriage fell apart in 2000, uh, well, 2010, end of 2010. And the divorce was actually final in 13. So it took me almost three, almost three years. But I planned and prepared for two years sleeping next to a man that I knew, I knew was using my credit card to take his girlfriends on fancy vacations. Right. And, you know, head out to Victoria's Secret. Hello. Devastating. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. The fact that I could even breathe. And I got on a treadmill and every single day I got on a treadmill because I was 60 pounds overweight when I found out. And I looked in the mirror and I hated myself. And I said, get hot, get even, get hot, get even. That's something most people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. I know. It's a, I know. There's but nothing. Yeah, that's not that awful. It's not that bad because it's like, I don't know. Traditionally, when I'm going through a breakup or through a divorce, that's when I'm going to try to make myself the best possible. Like, fitness and also mindset. Like I'm just going to try to get everything right, you know, so that I could be healthy going forward. But I don't think that's bad. <laughs> I lost 260 pounds of fat is what I tell people. 60 of it was mine. 200 of it was his. <laughs> so, I like it. <laughs> so, it's rough. And you know, I have to say uh, we are friends today. Um, we have gone through the forgiveness formula. We have, we have forgiveness, we have boundaries, and we are working together for our children, for our grandchildren. And so we, we both, I would tell you, it wasn't just him, it was me too. And the decisions that he made in our marriage, they are what they are. Um, but I will tell you that as I, as I speak on this today, I believe very strongly that don't let this become your Jerry Springer world. Like long-term, the thing that I know that I never would have said to you back in 2011, because in 2011, I was just bad. I said, that was a good save, don't you think? <laughs> I was just mad. I was just mad. And I was, I was embarrassed and humiliated and all of those things. But I, I learned through that process that, you know, to let someone else's opinion of you become you and then to give everything I had away. I gave everything I had away every day. And I would get to the end of the day and I was spent and I didn't work out and I didn't eat right. and I didn't take care of myself. And I was running my businesses and I was trying to build a business. And I was trying to be the perfect mom and the PTA mom and running, 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 running. And I woke up 20 years later and like 20 years of my life was gone. Right. And I'm 38 years old and I'm like, what the crap? I just gave up. I just gave you my best years and <laughs> I gave you my best metabolism years. You know, like if you hit over 40, I'm just going to tell you it doesn't come off as fast. Um, so, you know, that conversation with people to say, wait a minute, have we really considered like you know, the good, the bad and ugly in your world right now, make a decision about what you want to have happen. And so the best thing that came out of there is I learned how to do wigs for my life, wildly important goals for my life. And I made a decision in five areas of my life, health and fitness, my emotional well-being, my relationships with other people, my spiritual world, and my financial world. And I have 
I have wigs, wildly important goals in those five areas of my life, and I focus on them every single day. It's, it's, I, I teach and I coach and I train on this. Get your money in order, get your mind in order, get your health in order, get your, get your oneness in order with whatever, whatever your faith is. Um, you know, cause there's a, there's, there's something about believing in something bigger than you that matters. Right. And then who do you live with? Like, who do you love? So, yeah. So you said you focus on your wildly important goals every day. What do you do to bring them to the forefront of your mind? Yeah, that's great. I actually, I have an index card, no kidding. And I, I just, it's really simple. You can do this right now at home after you, as you get off. I take an index card and I write out two to three wildly important goals every year. These are the things that I want to be able to do. Like, for example, uh, back in 2016, I wanted to do something that mattered in the world in, in the area of finances, and I wanted to help other people. So I started a foundation, and we now have sewing schools for women in a third world nation, and we teach these women. It's a two-year mentorship program, and we come alongside them. They learn a skill set. They learn how to manage money. They learn how to emotionally like, manage life. Uh, and we give them the skills on a two-year mentorship program where we walk alongside them. So this is one of the things that I am daily focused on. How do I build more schools? How do we build better programs? And I don't run the programs. Literally, we set up the business side of this for, for this, you know, this group. And we say, listen, these are your people. It's in Costa Rica. These are your people. You take it. You run with it. You're the people here doing it every day. We're just going to come alongside you and do what we know how to do best, right? Which is, you know, help people build. And it's a leadership program. And it's all about not just giving people a hand out, but giving people a hand up. So I think when you focus on other people too, if you find one person to help when you're going through the darkest time of your life, if you can find someone else to get up and live for and live with, that's a difference maker, you know? Yeah. Uh, So the wigs are... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say you're such a badass. It's blowing my mind how you're doing all of these things and how you came from growing up in a trailer park. And now you have all of these businesses and you're helping people in other countries. So kudos to you. I think you're rocking it. And I just love that you're helping other people and you're so stinking passionate about it. (laughs) Thanks. I'm, I'm loving my life, man. I get, I, I, literally I say to myself, I can't believe I get to do this every day. There's moments where I just thought to pinch myself and I go, I get to live this life. I literally yeah. get to do this. So, and that's part of the wigs too, because I see those wigs coming to fruition. Um, you know, there's so many studies on this. If you focus on too many things at one time, just pick one guys, just pick one area of your life that you want to be a badass in that you want to go from ordinary to extraordinary. You want to go from ordinary to badass. You want to go from this place of want to this place of abundance. And in that place of going through that next step for you, I'd, I'd ask you, just pick one thing over the next 90 days and focus on the one thing. See the success in the one thing. Mine was I got up and got on a treadmill and I lost 60 pounds. And I literally got up and I just walked. Every single day I just walked. And I literally would walk until I was no longer pissed, which, sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but 
you know, sorry, mom, if no, you're listening, you're mom, I'm sorry. But my mom, you know, my mom would wash my mouth out with soap. She's, I was raised in a Baptist household. It was not good. Like I, lava soap or dish soap. If you ever had Dawn shoved down your throat, you know what I'm talking People, you know what I'm talking Yes, I can I, relate. I own, I own $2,000 pairs of shoes right now. And my mom comes in and she's like, if you say that word again, I will wash your mouth out with soap. I'm like, oh, sweet baby Jesus. My mom is in the house. So we have fun. We, my, my mom and we have, we have a good time. Hey, but, I'm the know, habitual these... line stepper in my family, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, if, if it's, we, we don't just have the line, we catapult over the line in our family. So there's, there's eight kids in my family and we're like my big fat Greek wedding family on crack. We're like a hundred miles an hour and everybody's loud and proud and ready to go. You know, yes. it's fun. We have a good time. <laughs> yeah. So wigs matter. And I would just share with you, pick one area of your life. The, the most important area in this, if you say, because if you try to do everything, it's like eating an elephant all in one day, you, you just can't. So pick one thing, even when you leave, like when you're done with this podcast today, when you, when you turn this off, say, you know what, this was the one takeaway. And this is the one thing that I'm going to do for me today to go from ordinary to badass. This is the one thing I'm going to make a decision today. And then every day I'm going to get up and manage that decision. And then when you fall off the wagon, cause you will like, I love a good dairy queen. You know, I've eaten at these really fancy restaurants, New York city, you know, it's like 500 bucks for a meal. It's insane. And I was <laughs> like, what? $500. Have you not heard of a Burger King? Whatever. <laughs> okay. But you know, like, I love a good dairy queen. You can go to the fancy places, but I love a good dairy queen. And I just think, you know, it's not, I, I have a treadmill every day I get on it and I've used this for since 2011, every day I've gotten on that treadmill since 2011, you know, it's nine years later, my health is good because I have daily action steps I manage, but whatever that thing is for you, maybe it's your money thing. Cause when people say, well, I'm just going to do a little rote, you know, retail therapy, stop it. Stop saying stuff like that. Stop it. Cause that's why you're a broken, happy person. And I would share that with them. Every time I hear people say retail therapy, I, I know 27 years of being a financial services CEO of a multi-million dollar company that I built from the basement of my house. And I have advisors all over the nation today. After 27 years, I know what rich people say and I know what poor people say. And rich people say, my money's going to work for me every single day. Poor people say, I'm going to go for retail therapy because I had a really bad day at work and my boss yelled at me. <laughs> oh, you're killing me, dude. You're killing me. But it's like the Dairy Queen for me, right? I can have a little bit of Dairy Queen, but I can't go every single day. I, I, can, I can have a little bit of Burger King, but I can't go every single day because if I eat fat, greasy foods, I'm going to be a fat, greasy dude. If I, if I take care of myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have a, you know, a good life from that standpoint. And I feel better. And I know when I take care of myself, what I feel like. So that's just one quick example, but we do it with money. We do it with relationships. Maybe it's in your relationships and you pick one person, you say, this is the person that's most important to me in the world. And I'm going to, I'm going to make a decision to love them. There's a book in, uh, you know, for marriages or relationships or whatever called uh, the love dare. That's a great book. I would share with you. That's a great book for, for, for your family to bring you together. Uh, there's another great book. Uh, if you got teenagers today, it's love languages for teenagers. Know your love languages for teenagers today. You want to connect with them, know their love language and start speaking into that. 
I know Lexi's love language today. I know the first five minutes, first 15 minutes, first half hour, whatever it is, I'm going to hug her, look into her eyes and listen to her. I know what it takes now because my relationship with her was crappy. It was terrible for many, many years because I thought she communicated the same way I did. Now I know. Right. And when you know better, you do better if you choose to do better. Because sometimes you know better and you don't do better because you don't make a decision. Pick one and do it today. Yes. I think making a decision is so huge. Um, we often choose to sit there and put our head in the sand and to ignore what's going on because it seems harder to face it and make a decision. But in my experience, it's much easier to just decide and then trust that you made the right decision. Like instead of yeah. second guessing yourself over and over, just make a decision, even if it's one tiny step every single day, do that and go forward. But like you were saying, just persist on and keep making the choice. Well, so that brings me to this actually, because here's what I get. I get, you know, I, I, have, I do a lot of coaching. I do a lot of mentorship with people today. And one of the things that I get the question is over and over again, how do I know that this is the right decision for me? So I, I hear that like every day, literally, if I had a buck for every time <laughs> I've heard that, I would own a, I would own the best island with the best looking men that would like feed me grapes and fan me with like palm leaves. And I would have a cool infinity pool and a yacht out front, right? Like right. if I had a buck for every time, which maybe that's too much information, too much <laughs> mental visually. So what do you tell them? Um, yeah. So here's what I tell them. Here, here's the thing. Have you seen the movie Frozen 2? I have, have not seen the movie no. Frozen 2. So yeah, you had to go like, I'm going to wreck the movie for you. Are you ready? So if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, I'm sorry, I'm about to wreck it. Here we go. Disney is going to be mad. <laughs> Frozen 2, they have, a little, they have a little snowman in Frozen 2. His name is Olaf. And Olaf is brilliant. And he loves Elsa. There's two princesses and he loves them. And he's kind of along the way with their, in, in this journey. And Olaf's just a happy-go-lucky snowman, right? And Olaf is about to die. <laughs> he's about to melt away. And Elsa says, I can't go on because I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I can't go on without you. And I felt like this with James. Right. I can't go on without him. Like, I loved him. I still love him. And when you go through bad decision, hard decision times, and you're just saying, I don't know what to do. I want you to think about what sets your soul on fire. What... What's most important to you? What do you love? What makes you laugh? What makes you cry? What makes you sing? What ticks you off? What, when you look at that thing in the world and you go, man, it makes me mad when I see people being abused, you know, domestic violence, man, it makes me mad when I hear about sex trafficking, man, it makes me mad when I hear about poverty in this way, man, it makes me mad when I, when I see these things happen in the world around me, man, whatever. Or you look at that and you go, man, I would do that for free. I would do that whether I got paid or not. I would do it because I love it. It sets my soul on fire. I get so excited when I think about it, man, I just, oh, I wish I could do more of that. Then you make a decision at that point, point to just take the next right step forward. And you may not know if that's the next right step, but take one step forward. You don't have to plan out the next decade of your life and all your decisions that need to be made from a day-to-day -day basis, from an action plan, from F step A to step Z, right? Times and 10. this is coming from a systems girl. So if you could do it, oh. anybody else could do it by just taking the next step. <laughs> yes, yes. So just take the next right step forward and then take another and then take another. And then you adapt. 
and you change. And you say this was working really well or it wasn't. You, you assess the situation and you say, have I, have I reflected on the situation? Have I assessed the situation? Is, did this work or not work? And if it didn't work, okay, now you've got to learn. Now you got to learn in front of you. And if it worked, now you got to win. Woohoo! You got to win <laughs> or you got to learn. You gotta, it's a really easy decision tree for me. So I create decision trees with my clients and I say, here's a, here's a win or here's a learn. And if it's a learn, how do I need to, how do I need to adapt? What do I need to do to overcome this? What's the, what's the little tweaking or the changing that I need to make in the system to make it work for me, for my life? And so this is where I would share with you, just take the next right step forward because when you don't know what to do, get moving. When you don't know what to do, take max, take massive action, take maximum impact action, move a step forward. Because just the act of movement, that momentum in your life, just the act of movement forward from where you are to where you want to be, you set the, you set the site in front of you and you say, I want to one day own my own business, or I want to one day be debt-free, or I want to one day be out of this really crappy relationship where somebody abruises me and it's awful, right? Take one action step forward to move your life forward. Or you say, whatever the area of life is for you, what do I want it to look like? In the vision in my head, what would I want it to look like? And what's one action step, just one, that I can take forward? And then another, and then another, and then another. That's what you do when you don't know what to do. Yes. Oh, to be yours, this is something to, to really soak in. Because when you listen to Marissa talk, she says, is this a win day or is this a learn day? She doesn't talk about wins and losses or wins and failures. She takes the failure and consider, considers it something she can learn from. So it's up to you what you want to say to yourself. If you want to call it a failure or if you want to call it something that you can learn from. So I think that that's really powerful and something we can take away. So thank you for that. Uh, you're welcome. I'm so, I'm so glad to speak into your people today. And I, I want it to be life-giving words because you matter. You are enough. You can. And if, if somebody's telling you you can't and you aren't, even if that person is you, Start filling your head with another set of tapes. Start filling your tapes. I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself old school here now, right? <laughs> start, start filling yourself with another download. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, in, in fact, I would tell you, find one positive message and listen to it for seven days in a row because you're going to get different things from that message. If yes. you think you can't, you can't. It, the world will say to you, as you wish. If you think you can't, you can't. As you wish. The universe says to you, as you wish. But if you choose to take just one next step forward, maybe that's listening to a, a message that motivates you to get up and do something. Listen to it for seven days. Listen to it for 30 days. Listen to it in a row every single day and start your day with it. So Marissa, what do you wish that every woman knew about confidence and overcoming obstacles? That we're all scared. I wish, I wish we would give each other a break a little bit. I, I speak at a lot of women's conferences. I speak to a lot, a lot of women in finance in these areas, uh, a lot of badass women. And the badass women that are on those stages with me, the badass women that are sitting in those seats today, give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. We have this expectation of like superwoman perfect, like my butt has to look like this. It has to look like the Brazilian butt lift models. <laughs> my bank account has to look like this. My hair has to look like this. 
my family has to look like this, my children have to look like this, my home has to look like this. And we have this, we have this set of perfection in our head. And when we failure point in our head, because I'm not going to call that a failure point, by the way, but when you in your head stall out or have a, a learn moment, and then you go, well, I'm just not as good as, I would tell you, here's what I wish you knew. I struggle. Like, I struggle with not enough every day. That's why I have to have a system. I struggle with, am I a disappointment? I struggle with, holy crap, you're divorced and the man that you love is dead. I str- man, I struggle. Like, so let's be real. Let's be real for five minutes and then, then let's be kind to one another in that. Um, come alongside, find one, find your posse, find your inner circle, find your tribe of people that think like you do. And here's the part that I love about the online community now. You might live in a town where it's completely isolated and people don't think like you do. Get online, jump on a podcast. You know, she's coming to you today. Marie's coming to me out of Washington, right? Yep. Like the end of the day, you don't have to, you don't have to be in Washington to be with Marie every, every week, every day. You can listen to her. You can lean in. You could do that. And Every week, she's going to bring you something awesome, right? Like every, every podcast episode, she's, you're going to get something awesome. You know it because you're on this one. Yay! Yay for you. Good for you. For good decision. And then share that with someone. Share it. Take that message that spoke to you and say, hey, my sisterhood of the traveling pants people, my posse, my tribe, my rider dies. These are the five women I want to speak into. These are the five women that I am going to get so up-leveled in that relationship join a mastermind, join something, get them. I'm so pat, man. I'm so passionate about this. I'm getting fired up. She's like, (laughs) I love it. The microphone. No, I love it. Guys, come on. Like we got to be smarter than that because the enemy of your soul is sucking the hope out of you and how he does it. He sucks the hope out of you every single day by telling you you're not enough. You're the only one, blah, 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 blah. Fill in the blank, blank by why you're not enough. And I'm telling you, every single one of us on this line struggle today. And so how you get your badass back, how, how you get your badass to a position of saying every day, I'm a warrior, I'm going to pick up my sword, I'm going to pick up my water pistols and, you know, storm the gates of hell. Every day that I do that in my head, it starts with a warrior mentality to say, I am enough. And it's part of my daily mantra, mantra I am enough. I am called, I am equipped, I am sourced, I am resourced. I have all that I need to accomplish everything I need in this day for whoever I come in contact with. For you, before I came into this podcast today, I came into this podcast knowing that you would be on this line listening today and I can tell you, you right now, you are enough, you matter, and there are people around you that love you. So be kind to yourself, be kind to you, be kind to who you are and who you are becoming you can live an empowered life and how you do that, how you live a badass empowered life is you say to yourself, I am a work in progress. I call it my WIP. I'm a work in progress. I have a note in my bathroom mirror, WIP, work in progress. Be kind to myself today. Yep. We're all just learning every day. And if you like what Marissa is saying, she has a podcast of her own. Will you talk about that for a moment? Yeah, I have a podcast called Live Life Rich. I do different types of series in that podcast, um, Overcoming Adversity, 
I've got a wealth mastery series that I just came off of. It's seven steps to financial freedom. Uh, it's seven steps to getting your stuff in order. Uh, there's downloads, there's free checklists, there's, there's the free downloads, the show notes are all downloaded and there's a blog post that, that goes through that for you so you can read it through and make it part of your daily mantra. I am passionate about helping people move forward from where they are to where they want to be in their life and live life rich in all areas. And I believe if you are, if you are focused forward in those areas, again, good day, growth day, or, you know, great day. Do I, what kind of day am I having? Good day, great day, growth day, whatever day I'm having, I'm a work in progress every day. And so the stuff that I'm talking to you about every day on my podcast on Live Life Rich, or if you go to uh, marissanielsen.com, I have, you know, free webinars that you can take in that, you know, they're just free educational webinars to help you bulletproof your business, to help you move forward, to help you grow. And I, I want that for you. It's free. Yes. So my 27 years of business experience is all about leading you to a level of living life rich. Marissa, can you spell your last name for the audience? MarissaNielsen.com. Yes, I'll spell both. Um, Marissa is M-A-R-I-S-S-A. And Nielsen is N-E-H-L-S-E-N.com. And if you go to Live Life Rich, I'm found on all the all the major areas for for you know podcasts. So Spotify, you name it, we're out there. And um, and so wherever you listen, I'm on it. And Live Life Rich, you'll find if you go to Live Life Rich, you'll be able to get into my site from there and get all the downloads for free and get all the information for free. We just we want you to we want you to live that way. My team is here, and we we believe we be, I believe with the core of everything I am, the stuff that I say, preach, and speak on every day to women and to families just like yours. I love that so good. You guys definitely want to check out her podcast because it's awesome, and she has just great energy. So, Marissa, let's end with a tip to encourage women who are in the arena fighting for the life that they want. Yeah. So I know that this sounds kind of hokey, but you know, don't give up. And I would post your dream in front of you. I would tape that sucker to your fridge, to your bathroom mirror, to your car dashboard. I would tape my wig, whatever your wildly important goal is, whatever your why is, whatever the thing is, when I talk about what sets your soul on fire, your passion, because that's, you know, if it's, it's, if it's the passion you want to turn into profit and you're an entrepreneur, that's a space that I, I work in a lot. If it's just, I want to live my life rich in this area and move forward, you know, in health or in my relationships, wherever it's at, write it down and tape it someplace so it's visual to you every single day. And then don't give up on a loss. You know, people say, well, I had a loss today. No, you had to learn. You didn't have a loss. You have a loss if you chose to not learn from it. You had a loss if you made the decision that I was going to get the, I was going to let the loss get the better of me. You have a learn if you take the opportunity to say, what can I learn from this? How will I pivot? How will I change? How will I move forward? How will I focus forward my life now going forward right now from this moment on when things looked really ugly, the good, the bad, and ugly, there was an old uh, t uh, um, Clint Eastwood movie out there years ago, <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm old school, right? <laughs> anyway, gold Clint, Stone, Clint uh, movie and Here's, here's what it was called. It was called the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we all go through it, guys. So if you're, if, you're, if you're trying to live your badass life and you're trying to move forward into that place where it's the vision of badass, I'm going to tell you, you already are. You already are a badass. 
you have to declare it to yourself. You have to own it and you have to get up and live it out every day. And then this is when you become a, a badass, in my opinion. The day you chose not to give up when someone you loved died in your arms, the day you had to bury them, the day you found out your kid was on drugs, the day, the day you found out your, your mate was cheating, the day you found out that you were getting divorced, the day that you found out someone stole your credit and you were screwed, <laughs> the, day, the day that all those things happened to you and, and you fill in the blank with the day that, because that's the day that you made a decision to be a badass and get up anyway. That's the day that you made a decision to say, I get to fill in the blank, whatever your blank is, and tape it to your mirror, make sure you remember your win day. And, and I would say, one tip is write down your wins and tape those to the left-hand side. Tape your wins. Remember your wins. You know, you can't go back to the wins and keep reliving the wins over and over again. You have, a, you have to have a new win today too. But I will say, remember how much you've gone through because that's what's made you a badass. You know, when I started the show with you, I said, 20 years ago, I would have said I was ordinary. It's because 20 years ago, I was 20 years younger and right. I didn't know what was coming for me right? Now experience matters. Now experience says to me, I got up. I got up when I thought I could, I thought I was going to die, like from pain. I, I got up when I couldn't breathe. I got up off that bathroom floor, puking my guts out. And I got up anyway. I did it anyway. And so if you got up from anything at any time in your life, go back to that win moment of the day you got up and know that you matter and there was a reason you had to get up and there's a reason you're still here today and there's a reason your nose is not pushing daisies from below, right? You get to live this life. And so choose your badass today. So good. I love that. And it's never too late to get, like, to get back up, even if somebody died five years ago and you're still struggling, you can still get up and make it make a change or make it a learning moment for you, but it's not yes. too late. So thank you Never so much, yeah. Marissa, for being on the show. <laughs> You're a total badass and I've enjoyed hearing your story. Thank you so, so much for having me. I was, it was, this was a great pleasure. Uh, I wish to all of you, your badass life, go for it. With that, we'll end our show. To all the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, OrdinaryToBadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's OrdinaryToBadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.